Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, baby, you know what that sound means. It's time for The Edge with Terry Waldrop. Terry talks about all the hottest topics in sports every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. He's controversial, he's charismatic, and he's the captain of this ship for the next hour. Here's your host, Terry Waldrop. All right, all right, all right. Welcome in Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx, Friday. It's Uno Juno. Uno Juno it is. Uh, happy June 1st, the dog days. If we didn't know they were here two weeks ago, they certainly are now, Terry Walter. Ah, cool stuff, man. Uh, a lot of stuff to get into today. We're going to get into some NBA recaps. Uh, appreciate you joining us this morning, everybody. Taking a little part of your morning and letting us entertain, enrage, enlighten, educate. Uh, we'll probably tick you off, too. But, uh, hey, we're going to try to do all of those. Not many people can do all of those like we can. <laughs> But uh, we're all in an hour. Yeah, all in an hour. You're welcome to call in, or you could also text us. 888-993-7762, 888-993-7762, which is the Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union hotline and text line. We're brought to you as always by the good doctor David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital, US 165 North in Monroe, 318-345-4545. Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital. Uh, it's where my dog has went. It's where my grand dog goes now, folks. You can't beat this for care for your small animals. Tell them you heard about it on Sports Talk 97.7 in La Edge. Well, a little drama last night in game one of the NBA Finals. Uh, obviously, J.R. Smith um, does J.R. Smith things. I don't know why that surprises people. That's J.R. Smith. I mean, even LeBron's like, yeah, that's J.R. Smith. That's just what he does. That's our guy. Uh, yeah. A lot of people making um, – and I think it's justified in this case, um, casting some dispersions toward the officials. I watched the game, the whole game. And uh, toward the end, so Kevin Durant drives to the basket. LeBron James guarding Draymond Green rotates over, clearly about two feet maybe out of the restricted arc underneath, where if you have contact in the restricted arc underneath, it's an automatic block foul. LeBron James rotates over. He's not stationary. He's still moving somewhat, although uh, a lot of people don't realize this. You can still be moving. All right? Kevin Durant initiates the contact. The officials hesitate for a moment. By the way, boy, the officials uh, had a worse game last night consistency-wise than J.R. Smith. They they were bad uh, and inconsistent. At any rate, uh, the referees, after a delay, call a charge on Kevin Durant. They go to the replay. Mm-hmm. Jamie, do you realize the only way, according to the rule change, I think it was 2012 season, the only way the uh, they can re- review that is if there's a question where the defender is. In other words, if we thought he was in the blo- in the restricted area, we could review that charge call. Just to see if he's in just the restricted area. That's the only reason, right. from my understanding of the rule, that you can do that. So – According to the NBA rulebook, the call is deemed a block because if the defender is not in legal guarding position or in an illegal guarding position or legal guarding position but inside the restricted area, the call is deemed a charge if the defender was in legal guarding position and outside the restricted area. That's all true. However, the only way under two minutes you can review this from the way I read these rules is that you were not clear whether or not it was in a restricted area. That's the way you look at it. Was he outside the restricted area? Yeah, it goes the other way. A uh, couple other things with your officials last night, uh, and they missed it both ways, but it was critical on, on a couple of the Cavs. They missed quite a few more against the Cavs. Um, 19 out of 20 are the Golden State Warriors from the free throw line. It's pretty good. Yeah, 19 out of 20. Uh, it was uh, toward the end of the game. 
LeBron comes in. Le- LeBron James did everything last night but sell popcorn and take tickets up, grief. including a brilliant pass at the end of regulation uh, to the kid who uh, bricks the second free throw. Here's the here's what people didn't get. All right, the, the guy's an eighty percent free. He's a good free throw shooter. George Hill's an eighty percent free throw shooter. Um, so they bring in Tristan Thompson. This is Steve Kerr. Oh, I'm sorry, this is uh, Ty Lue. Mm-hmm. Ty Lue brings in Tristan Thompson, who had not been playing. And so the way they had it set up is that uh, they had double teamed on J.R. Smith's side. They had a guy underneath the basket to rebound, J.R. Smith, and another guy. Well, when they brought in Tristan Thompson, Tristan Thompson became the primary rebounder they were worried about. So they doubled his side and left J.R. Smith all alone with seven-foot Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant may be a lot of things, including one of the best basketball players in the world, a physical specimen he is not known as. So Kevin Durant whiffs on the block out. J.R. Smith gets the rebound two feet from the basket, three feet from the basket. Just It's a simple put the ball up. He's going to – or call timeout immediately, one of the two. It's a tie game. Inexplicably, J.R. Smith looks like he's starting a fast break for the bewildered, confused – Everybody else on the on the floor, Warriors, you see the Warriors, like, looking at him, and they don't know whether to guard him or not, and LeBron James frantically pointing to the basket, and you see J.R. Smith uh, when LeBron's like, hey, dude, it's tied. Oh, my bad. He, he didn't know. He didn't have any he idea lost. what the score was. Yep. Which, okay, there's no excuse for that. None. It happens on occasion. But you're in game one of the NBA Finals, everything on the line. Cavaliers should have won the game, had every opportunity to, to steal that game and make this a pretty interesting series. Uh, J.R. Smith goes to the postgame presser, and everybody with an IQ in double digits realizes he didn't know what the score was. All right, J.R., everybody knows. Your teammate, LeBron's not going to throw him under the bus because he needs him. His teammates are not going to throw him under the bus. They need him. And Jr. says, oh, yeah, I knew what the score was. I was just dribbling it out to try to get it to LeBron or call timeout, which makes absolutely no sense. Even to, like, J.R. Smith's parents are going, what? He did what? And so literally one of the most bonehead plays in the history of the NBA. Yeah, and I think a lot of it could have been averted with, uh, obviously, George Hill hitting a couple free throws. It would have done it. Uh, he's right under the – this, there was a play, if you recall, though, early in the game, though, Terry, and I saw a, a little bit where uh, a, a Golden State Warrior, who names escapes me right now, had it right under the basket, and he couldn't finish up a, a you know a simple layup. He got too far under the basket, and the basket, you know, uh, kept him from scoring somehow, well, amazingly. And you, you think, well, these guys are pros. This doesn't happen. But it does, and obviously his uh, lack of uh, awareness about what the score was late in the game Again, a professional, you don't think that's possible, but it did happen. There were like three opportunities there, obvious opportunities for the, the Cavaliers to win this game. Here's and the issues I have. And it'll, it'll beat them. If you're a superstar, you're getting the benefits now of all calls. Right. First play of overtime, George Hill strips Kevin Durant. Obvious, easy call. It's a strip. They call a foul. Um, Kevin Durant makes both free throws. Uh, they get a turnover. Clay Thompson knocks down a three. It's a five-point game. Ball game's over for the most part. Uh, in the closing minutes, uh, they missed one on the other way too. Kevin Durant had a great steal on LeBron. They call that a foul. Uh, you know, as coaches, we try to stay away from officials, uh, but there are just so many plays throughout that game that make a difference. And you know, we focus on the end of the game. Um. You give Warriors credit. They, they won the game. And overtime, by the way, they covered. The spread was 12. They won by 10. So the Cavs covered. Well, I mean, after that debacle late in the game, you can kind of see why the, it would take a miracle for the Cavaliers to recover from that. Uh, hate that. I mean, I w- I'm, I'm pulling for the Cavaliers, obviously, I'm, I'm, because I think, number one, this is LeBron James's last year in a Cavalier uniform. Okay. Oh, let me address this but, real quick. Okay. Uh, and we've got a couple people texting in, and, and, and A.J., you're right. He was definitely got there late. Look, you don't have – you guys got to go read the rules. The only way – they make a judgment call on that. It's a block charge. The only way it is reviewable 
It doesn't matter. He could have been there since the Revolutionary War, and if they call a block or a charge, it doesn't matter. The only way they can review that according to the rules is if they go, well, I'm not sure if he was in the zone or not. Mm-hmm. Okay? He was two, almost three feet out of the zone. So if you can't see that, Ray Charles could have seen that one. And so that, that's no excuse. I mean, you can't make a, you can't make a call uh, good, bad, or indifferent unless it's reviewable on where the arc was. Was he in the arc? Was he out of the arc? Well, he was out of the arc. Okay, ball game. It's easy. The call stands. The referees did not do what the referees should have done in that case. They had a horrible game in both ways. A lot of calls came against the Cavs late, and that's the ones we focus on. Make a free throw, you're out of here. Mm-hmm. Uh, make a free throw, you're out. But the fact is they didn't. It gives us good things to talk about. But I think the NBA, the officiating, literally every play, uh, especially down the stretch, you can call something. It's, it's an impossible task. Those guys, if you're grading them last night, D. It was it was not a good – and I, I really, I'm sort of rooting for LeBron, but I don't have a big rooting interest in this series, to be honest with you. I'm not I, I'm not really a huge fan. I like both teams, or I like LeBron, and I like uh, Golden State. But, by the way, uh, Draymond Green. Um, how about Tristan Thompson? He might be the only Canadian without ice hockey skates to ever raise his hands against somebody. You see the very end of the game in overtime? The game has been over for a while. In Sean Livingston, there's like a two or three second differential in the uh, in the game clock and the, the shot clock. Well, it's it's like this. There's a common thread among basketball people at all level. You know, you got a big league, you don't shoot it or dunk it. You know, but there's going to be a, a shot clock violation. You let the shot clock run out. You you don't throw added stuff on there. So Sean Livingston, who's also ran on that team, shoots the ball with Tristan Thompson again, who is. You know, I want to see a, a, a boxing match between him and Kevin Durant. They would go for 30 rounds and nobody would get hit. <laughs> nobody throw a punch, actually. Uh, kind of runs through him. Uh, doesn't, doesn't foul, but raises it. Up. So he has an elbow high to the head. It's not like he threw a wicked elbow. I don't think the guy's ever elbowed anybody, maybe other than to get him out of a pizza buffet line. And so uh, the brother's referee comes in and it's automatic flagrant and ejection. Really? For that? you got to be kidding me. He ejects him, so Draymond Green starts doing Draymond Green stuff. He starts whooping, which Tristan Thompson realizes it. So he throws the ball like at Draymond Green's face, and then he kind of throws a half-hearted, loping, looping punch that – Well, it's not a haymaker. Oh, my God, no. Then there's there's a melee of LeBron and Steph Curry got into it. It was just bad all the way around. And then Kevin Love leaves the bench area. He's checked. He's checking to come back in now. Why down ten points with a second or two to go? Is Kevin Love coming back in? Because if anybody's Teflon out there, it's Kevin Love who played well. By the way, he did play pretty good. Kevin Love's a legitimate player when everything is going right. And he's he healthy. shot the ball well. Yeah, Kevin Love can play. Um, he just has no heart defensively. He's the best outlet passer in the league, too. No question. He, he's, he reminds you of the old Wes Unsell. Uh, he gets the ball out. He played really well, especially early. Um, at any rate, Kevin Love is on the floor when all this starts going on. So, according to NBA rules, Kevin Love should be suspended for game two. Tristan game? Thompson should be suspended for game two. That's right. We'll see what will happen with uh, with Adam Silver. But, again, I put so much of that on the officials. They didn't handle it correctly. Uh, you had a lot of people frustrated, upset. And when did we get to the point in the NBA where every call every official makes – is protested with the wailing and gnashing of teeth on both teams. I mean, it's to the point where you're like, dude, just shut up and play the game. I mean, you know, you're complaining in the first quarter like somebody stole your lunch money at school. I mean, they make some bad calls, absolutely. They make some good calls. there, But just because you make a mistake or somebody takes the ball from you or you miss a shot doesn't necessarily mean it's a foul. And, And LeBron is the world's worst at it. Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, they're all. And all the NBA superstars literally can make no mistakes and it's i don't know just as a that, that just annoys me i don't know why well it did and i think you're to your point the uh the referees let this get out of control relatively early and uh there were some calls obviously so late in the game why would this surprise us i mean they were gonna uh they were uh as you said you'd give them about a d if you were grading them um there were things they didn't review that they should have there were things that they uh did review that were you know pretty uh cut and dried so here we are uh, going into game two. 
Um, and we'll see exactly, you know, can the Cavaliers recover from a game by all intents and purposes that they should have won. They basically gave it away. And uh, I don't think, uh, I don't know how many uh, points LeBron will have in game two, but it's hard to beat what he did in game the one. The only exception I took with LeBron last night was that god-awful wardrobe combination he had, the, so- the suit shorts. It was something I don't. I want to ask him, even though I know you're a billionaire, what the hell are you thinking? Yeah, Russell Westbrook's even bagging on that one. You're listening to Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Walter, Jamie Foxx, Tabor running the board. This segment sponsored by our friends at GB Cooley, reminding you to support a worthwhile cause, which is Louisiana Special Olympics. Back in a minute. If you could talk to your animal when they say... They're telling you to take me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. Listen closely, and you'll hear what Dr. David Weber hears. That's a thank you for taking me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. For your animal's health care, call Dr. David Weber at North Monroe Animal Hospital, 345-4545. No animal too small or too large. Well, you better call Dr. Weber first on that one, 345-4545. Chances are, guys, your anniversary's this month. Oh, yeah, now you remember. Don't forget to go buy National Jewelry. They have super suggestions of shining, sparkling surprises, including the new stackable rings, genuine cultured pearls at 20% off, and much more for the gift that says what you may have forgot to say throughout the year. Your anniversary gift is waiting at National Jewelry, Reynolds Drive, Ruston, your diamond engagement ring store. Don't put your life on the line when you dig. Do what the pros do. Respect the marks. Dig with care. And before you dig, call 811. Louisiana One Call. Are your legs tired and weak? Are you able to walk less than you used to or want to? How about sore, achy feet at the end of the day? These symptoms could be peripheral arterial disease or PAD. When in doubt, please check it out. Call a heart, lung, and vascular clinic location near you today to schedule an appointment. 329-1900. Dr. Borders has clinics in West Monroe, Monroe, and Winsboro and offers outpatient vascular procedures for your care and convenience. Call the heart, lung, and vascular clinic today. 329-1900. Rockin' Fast Car Wash. Rockin' Fast. It's a blast. And your vehicle is clean. At Rocket Fast, our immaculate grounds, friendly attendants, and the most free vacs anywhere will let you know that we care. Get more for your money with our exclusive bug wash prep stations, wall of foam, colorful soaps, and LED light show for a fun car wash for everyone. And with our Fast Pass, you can wash as often as you want for as little as $19.95 per month. Rocket Fast, the fast and easy way to wash your car. Now with seven locations from Monroe to Shreveport. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's the edge with Terry Waldrop. And welcome back in Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx rolling here on a Friday. Uno Juno 2018. <laughs> Uno Juno, it is. Uno Juno, Juno Uno, however you say. What, in Spanish, you got to give the, the, uh, the number before the month. You don't know. Just nod and say yes. I agree. Uh, that'll do you. I, I hope uh, Aaron Dietrich's aware of that as he goes to Jamaica or whatever. In, in Spanish, it's Uno Juno. Uh, ben tells me, hey, Love was one for eight last night from the three. He didn't shoot the ball from the three well, but he did a lot of other things. He actually sort of guarded. Uh, and the guy's the best outlet passer in the NBA, bar none. Kevin Love. Kevin Love. When he's not, uh, you know, he, Kevin Love has all the dur- durability of a French soccer star. Uh, I mean, he's on his back more than a mattress. I mean, that, that guy's injured all the time. He's Teflon, but he's a heck of a player, um, you know, when everything is dialed in. Uh, yeah, he, he was, you know, he needs to shoot the ball better, all things being considered. I tweeted about halftime. I thought the score was way too high for the Cavaliers uh, when it was in the 60s at halftime. Uh, they stabilized that in the second half. It was much more of a style. You know, LeBron James, and you showed it last night, he can win you games when it's close. With a 20-point deficit, LeBron is, you know, like anybody else. But in a game of one or two possessions, LeBron James is getting to the basket, and you're not going to stop him. 
Um, he, he's just simply that good. Although, did you see what the Warriors did? This was a good move on Steve Kerr's part. There's a lot of people that criticize Steve Kerr and, and Ty Lue. These are guys that have been in the NBA Finals the last four straight years, so obviously they're doing something right. Uh, the Warriors, to their credit, last night, the very last possession of regulation, tie game, uh, I'm sorry, LeBron, they're, they're, down, uh, they're down two. LeBron is looking to either shoot the three or go to the basket. And um, they switch, and they've been switching the whole game, and he gets Steph Curry on him. He goes to the basket. Steph Curry can't guard that. They doubled him. They made LeBron give it up, leaving Klay Thompson to guard two people. Well, uh, Hill slips to the basket because there's a guy in the corner that's Klay Thompson's man. He has to pick up Hill or at least show for Hill on on the switch. Well, he's in between. He guesses on the outside for the three. LeBron makes a just a phenomenal pass inside, uh, zip pass to, to uh, what's his name? Hill, George Hill. George Hill. I think of his name. Brilliant pass, George Hill. Clay, Clay Thompson tackles him, mm-hmm. all right, which is the only move you could make if you're Clay Thompson. Put him on the free throw line. Let him try to make, uh, you know, and, and see what happens because it's, it's a one-point game, right? Uh, LeBron could have shot it, could have forced it. Four and a half seconds to go, probably still could have extended the play. Great pass inside. Hill gets the ball, gets tackled, goes to the free throw line, makes the first one. It's tied, uh, bricks the second one. And that's when J.R. Smith does his, uh, you know, you remember back when we were kids, Jamie, they had a wide, wide world of sports. Yes. You had the thrill the of victory. And, yeah. the and the agony of defeat. the agony of defeat. Yes. Uh, J.R. Smith. All encapsulated in the last two seconds. Teammates yes. are not going to say anything. Not publicly. No. They're going to support him in the press conference. They're going to support him on the court. Hey, J.R. Smith's our brother. We love J.R. He does a lot for us. We're just looking forward to game two. You know why they're going to say that? What else do you say? Our teammate's a moron. He can't read the scoreboard. He pretty much cost us game one. I mean, you can't say that, although it's true. But privately, I mean, LeBron James, consummate professional again. Hey. I'm not going to throw my I'm not going to throw him under the bus. bus. I admire that, LeBron. How many people would have? You don't think J.R. Smith would have thrown people under the bus? Got to be kidding me. You throw anybody not named LeBron under the bus? Well, it was a uh, you know it was it was a situation where you're on the uh, on the Warriors home floor. You got a chance to steal Game One. It it it's, it puts the whole you know, I play the Warriors. You you actually did. Yeah, at their at their home arena in Oracle. War, the Warriors. Look, I'm gonna tell you something, Jamie. They. Not many flaws, but they've got a no, few. No, no, no. they got a bunch of flaws. Look, I'm not buying the dynasty. Yeah. I know they've been to the finals four okay. years in a row. They're going to win three of them. I'm not buying it. What I saw Houston do to them and what I saw a depleted Cleveland team do to them last night, you got the best player in the world right now playing at the highest level he's ever played at, which is LeBron James. Steve Kerr said that, and he's right. Uh, aside from that, you have guys that wouldn't get picked up in the Yugoslavian League Lithuania, with the Lithuanian league with with uh, the middle ball kid. I mean, you got guys. <laughs> okay. You got they could go to that Swar- bad, huh? You could go to Schwarzenegger and people are like, now nah, we're going to take Cupid and Crump and these guys. <laughs> okay. you, you guys got next, uh, uh, Jamar Smith. Fair enough. And, and I'm being facetious a little bit. They're not very good. Uh, LeBron as a player is incredible. LeBron as a coach is really great. LeBron as a general manager is god awful. That's just the truth. LeBron getting his buddies in there. So, and, and Ben asked the question. Um, do you think the Cavs can win with LeBron and Love and Thompson on the floor? Or is it better to play Jeff Green more? You know, I like Jeff Green on the floor. I'm not a big Tristan Thompson fan, and and here's why: Tristan Thompson Kardashian. That, that's his new name. <laughs> I forgot. Oh, is that the latest? Is that her? Yeah, her latest? Yeah, uh, Chloe, Tristan Thompson. Chloe okay. Kardashian uh, and Tristan Thompson are, are parents of a new baby. Has she gone through the uh... entire NBA? Yes. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Pretty much. Okay. Uh, that's why I was kind of hoping Houston would win because she uh, dated Dame James Harden for a while. She's now in a relationship. Well, at least she's in the relationship with Tristan Thompson. They have tabloid pictures of him like while she's in labor, like hanging out with other girls. So uh, Tristan Thompson, the Canadian, uh, former UT player, ironically enough. Played, it, played, in, Texas. played in Texas for a year. Uh, not known as a physical guy. He's a rim protector, sort of. Um, I just don't think he brings a lot to the table. He, he couldn't score in a lock gym by himself. You don't have to guard him uh, except on the offensive glass. And I, I like Green. I think Green gives him a little bit more. I think uh, Love gives him a lot more. 
when he's healthy and wants to play, it seems like. Uh, he, yeah, I think Kevin Love gives you a and, – and that was one of the ones that LeBron did uh, – you know, he tried hard to get Kevin Love. He in went Cleveland. to third banana. Kevin Love he went did. from the Minnesota Timberwolves, where he was the second coming, yeah. to third banana behind uh, LeBron and Kyrie Irving. Mm-hmm. And so, you, the dude's the ego took a check. And Kevin Love, for you guys that don't know it, you know, his uncle was uh, in the Beach Boys. Did I you, did not. Did know you know that. that? I did not know yeah, that. Yeah, Kevin Love. You talk about growing up in affluency in California. He did. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kevin Love is like Bill Lambeer. He is not sweating a mortgage payment before the NBA. But that being said, uh, and Ben, I agree with you. Ben said he thinks that Jeff Green's length is about the only player the Cavaliers have that can uh, bother Durant other than LeBron. I agree with that. Um, I I think Jeff Green gives you some dimensions that they don't have. The Cavaliers just get into a firepower situation. Here's the alarming thing to me if I'm Golden State. Houston was able to keep them in the 90s most of the time in that series, especially when Houston won. Um. They kept them last night. It was a misnomer. It was, you know, it was around the hundred point mark, and then you go into overtime. So that's why the, the score escalated the way it did. I'm not buying Golden State as a dynasty. I'm sorry. I'm just not. I think there's too many flaws in there. I think people are starting to figure out. Uh, and again, the regular season is totally different than the playoffs. They're mm-hmm. getting more physical with them. Durant wants no part of the physicality. None. Durant literally every time he has the ball pushes off. You have a seven-footer with nine-foot arms, push it off every single – to create that separation. Now, he's the best in the world at creating the separation and elevating. you got a seven-footer elevating to get his shot off. There's nobody in the world that's better than that. And his patented play is, is right there in the paint, right about the arc uh, the uh, with the free-throw line where he can step back. He, he, I think he does push off a lot and then uh, elevates on one leg, and that's his, that's his go-to shot right now. Well, People in, in – uh, who was it? Sarge said, when did the NBA adopt the NFL lineman non-holding room? I saw more close quarters slow dancing last night than in my prom in 1981. <laughs> uh, you know, here, here's the deal. that They call the game differently in the playoffs than they do the regular season. And if you're a star, you get called differently. You then you, you just – hey, I'm not telling you they're cheating because I don't think they are. I'm the last one to ever accuse an official of cheating. But if you don't think people get different calls based on who they are, it's like pitchers. Do you think – Star pitchers, Kershaw and guys like that, have a different strike zone than somebody they don't know? You better believe they do. Well, and I don't think, uh, you know, in this case it was, you know, late in the game. Uh, this was, again, play, take all the calls out. Take all the, uh, you know, the after the game pushing and shoving and so forth, whatever. This was a game the Cavaliers had in their hands had they just been smart. And I do think, Terry, one of the, the uh, stats that's not being mentioned is the Cavaliers could have, before the last missed free throw by Hill, they could have put this away from the free throw line well. As Kevin, well. Durant, Kevin Durant got two gifts from a free throw, from a foul, from a phantom right. foul. Uh, there were just a number of things that went. And if you're a Cavs fan today and I'm getting accused of that, look, do I, would I like to see LeBron win this one? Yeah, I would. Am I a huge LeBron? I've always liked LeBron. But, yeah. Um, you know, I've told you guys I'm a Jordan guy. If, I had, if you make me pick between the two, but Jordan ain't playing right now. I just admire what the man does on and off the court. I, I agree somewhat with him. I disagree with something. Like I do you and my wife and anybody else. I just enjoy the, watching the man play basketball and what he brings. Do I agree with everything? No. Um <laughs> FS said, you remember when rim protectors were known as shot blockers? Yep, but rim protectors sound better. Uh, Larry, uh, Coach, would you call a timeout before the free throws with just a few seconds left to make sure everybody was on the same page? And a lot of teams are are aware of the the end-of-the-game situation. Here's why, uh, Larry, I don't know what the timeout situations were. I'm sure both of them still had adequate timeouts. uh, Or maybe they didn't. I'm not – I don't know that one. I'll tell you why they didn't, in my opinion. And, and, again, this is this is hindsight either way. Um, you know, if he calls a timeout, everybody's on the same page, everything's great. If he doesn't, he should have – you know, that's just part of being coaches, you know. Uh, you get criticized, you get vilified, you get too much credit, you get too much blame. Um, we're down two. I'm sorry, we're down one. We're down one. I'm going to assume all my guys can look at the clock and go, I'm a professional NBA player. Okay, we're down one, and we're shooting free throws. If we make both free what my thought of it as a coach, I, I promise you, my thought is we got an 80% free throw shooter going to the line. What's going to happen is he's going to make both free throws. And, uh, and Steve Kerr is going to call timeout because there's four, what, four seconds and change left, four and a half seconds left. 
Steve Kerr is going to call timeout after being down one. They're going to get the ball at half court because they're going to move the ball up. Steve Kerr is going to design a play, and you're going to get one of those three shooters coming off multiple screen-to-screener action. And it's a nightmare trying to guard that if you know with all those shooters. And then you got Draymond Green, who's going to be setting the screen, slipping to the basket. Four and a half seconds is an attorney in an NBA game. Okay, literally, it's three dribbles and a shot. So you're thinking, okay, Kerr's going to have that. So when Kerr comes out, and again, he just goes back to your timeouts, typically you're going to call two plays in a huddle if you're an NBA person at that point. Uh, I'm going to burn a timeout if I'm the Cavs. I'm going to see your initial alignment, depending on how many timeouts you have left. Mm-hmm. I'm going to burn a timeout to see your alignment, and I'm going to come up with something to counter that. Conversely, if you're Steve Kerr in the huddle, you've called two separate distinct plays, different alignments. It might be the same alignment. Most of the time it will be a different alignment. To uh, to you know, it's a, it's a chess match. But you had two get you two you, plays. You're gonna have two plays okay. called most of the time. Okay. You're gonna have two depending plays depending on call. how the alignment. Well, no, you're gonna have a defensive alignment, okay. and the only way you can do the defensive alignment is to understand what the offensive alignment is. All right, depending, you know, it's gonna be a screen the screener action, uh, some kind of wheel with Durant coming off. Four and a half seconds is a nightmare to try to defend. All right, in a one point game, because all I gotta do is get to the hole. And the way the referee's been calling fouls, if I go to the hole, I'm getting a foul call. Particularly when you get the ball half court. So, yeah. So, anyway, if you're literally, if you're Cleveland at that point, you know, you're thinking, all right, when they get the ball in, I'm probably going to double team. I'm going to find the one guy that can't shoot off Golden State, and we're going to double off that, try to get a deflection or a turnover to dig into that time. Conversely, if they score quickly, I got a timeout left, so I can take the ball to the other end. Wish we could, uh, again, if you're J.R. Smith, what what would have been his best option? Go right back up with it. You're two feet from the basket. Go right back up. Go right it. back up with it. Go right into Kevin Durant. And you take on. But, but J.R. Smith's not getting a call there. Under, whoa, whoa. Understand that. We'll, we'll take, okay, let's, let's take a timeout. I want to come back on this. I'm going to defend J.R. Smith a little bit. Now, I don't think this process went through his mind, but I promise you it did. Uh, Ty Lu and probably all, all the other coaches out there. This is Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Walter, Jamie Foxx. This is The Edge, a segment brought to you by Mr. Bobby Manning, attorney at law, tremendous North Louisiana attorney, specialist in criminal defense, wrongful death, personal injury, whatever you need. My man Bobby is there for you. 318-324-1411. Don't delay. Call Bobby today. Back in a minute. And here's what happened I'm Jessica Ledoux, member and employee for Ouachita Valley Federal Credit Union. Becoming a member of Ouachita Valley is much easier today. Memberships are now open to anyone who lives, works, worships, attends school, or owns a business in any of our seven parishes that we serve. Our goal is to offer you personal banking and to make sure you're getting the best rates possible. Ouachita Valley currently serves Caldwell, Franklin, Jackson, Lincoln, Morehouse, Washita, and Richland Parishes. We know you have a choice when it comes to your finances, and to us, you're not just a member. So if you live, work, worship, attend school, or own a business in Caldwell, Franklin, Jackson, Lincoln, Morehouse, Washita, or Richland Parish, let Washita Valley provide you with excellent service and secure financial well-being. Membership eligibility required. Member NCUA. If you could talk to your animal when they say, they're telling you to take me to North Monroe Animal Hospital, listen closely and you'll hear what Dr. David Weber hears. That's a thank you for taking me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. For your animal's health care, call Dr. David Weber at North Monroe Animal Hospital, 345-4545. No animal too small or too large. Well, you better call Dr. Weber first on that one. 345-4545. Hi, I'm Jill Ray. And I'm Rodney Ray. And it's time for the event that so many have been waiting for. Yeah, the release of our latest movie, Cowboy in Indiana. Filmed right here in our very own community, Cowboy in Indiana promises to be the blockbuster release of the summer. Framed around the dangerous sport of bull riding, this action-packed film is much more than just a sports movie. Featuring some of the best up-and-coming talent in the business, Cowboy in Indiana will keep you on the edge of your seat 
as the characters battle killer bulls, dangerous addictions, and complicated relationships, all while pursuing second chances. Exclusive and limited showings are set for Friday, June 8th, Saturday, June 9th, and Sunday, June 10th at Tinseltown in West Monroe. Get your tickets now before they're all gone. To buy your ticket or learn more about the film, visit our website, r2films.com. Because this is an exclusive event, tickets can only be purchased on our website, r2films.com. Or call 323-6900 for additional information. And remember, eight seconds ain't a long time, unless you're on a bull. Your opinion no matter It's a maniac It's gonna step on The Edge with Terry Waldrop is back And better than ever Hit Terry up at 888-993-7762 To join in on all the fun and welcome back in Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx, bringing it on Uno Juno 2018. Thank you for spending part of your morning with us. Segment sponsored by our friends Billy Justice and Vantage. Uh, Chuck Chuck chimes in. It's pretty good, too. You know, the only thing I found critical of LeBron last night was his wardrobe and attire. He had the uh, the really nice suit with shorts. And socks that didn't match. Like, dude, as, stop it. As if the shorts weren't enough to distract you. Uh, uh, he had non-matching socks. It, it's just a very, very, very bad look. My, my friend uh, Chuck says LeBron looked like ACDC guitarist Angus Young with a short suit last night. I'm going to go with Angus on that the one. The only difference yes. is Angus, Angus wears white socks and black shoes. LeBron wore gray socks and black boots. Uh, yeah, I, even Russell Westbrook was like, dude, what are you doing? You, I mean, really? Stop it. That's the only fault I can file. I, I can deal with LeBron last night. That, that was, that was awful. But who am I to criticize? Uh, J.R. Smith. He's going to get the goat award, and that, and I don't say goat in a positive way, like bad. You're the goat of the game, um, and also that's what people are going to remember. Dude makes a free throw don't matter well but you as you said there's still four seconds right he makes the free throw it still goes to half court uh cleveland still has to defend which you know the last four and a half seconds five let's just say five seconds of the of the game from midcourt uh but again you go back up you take at least a second off the clock uh and and that's at, at that point terry it becomes a game of Attrition, trying to, you know, try. If you're Cleveland, you're ahead by one. Obviously, what you want to do is is do whatever you have to to drain clock, right? And give because when you've got Curry that can shoot it from forty, I mean, you got to be in a position to defend. And and I don't know if uh, just it's an unforgivable mistake, Jamie. I mean, well, I know not, people not, make them all the time, but I'm you not. Know, uh, I'm not making up for that. No, not, me either. But, it's just it's an unforgivable just, mistake, dude. Yeah. You're an eighty percent free throw shooter. Make a free throw. Yep. Uh, again, easier said than done. Obviously, I've never been in a situation where. Well, I had to he shoot made that the first throw. one to tie. Let's give him, you know. Okay, great. So, Make please. the second one, um, and then J.R. Smith. And again, I'm not going to try to get in the mind of J.R. Smith. Uh, I'm not qualified, nor do we have time on the air for it. But uh, yeah, just uh, and and that might very well. I think the Cavs will get one game in Cleveland. I think the game uh, coming up, game two, uh, will probably be a blowout. Because, I mean, look, I think Cleveland put everything they could into that game. LeBron James' career highs in postseason. Dude did everything but sell tickets outside. Was absolutely brilliant in that game. Did he make mistakes? Sure. But just the effort, the understanding, uh, and then to have it come unravel like that. And then now you're looking at the NBA. Are you going to suspend Kevin Love and Tristan Thompson? Uh, Are those guys getting suspended? Draymond Green kicked LeBron in the Scoobies a couple years ago with a high uh, foot kick. I was it one game say. or two? That he one was game. In. And that's when Cleveland came back. It was 3-2, 3-3, 4-3. Okay, so now we're, we're – but kicking in the Scoobies is a little more than 
and he didn't throw the bat. He kind of pushed it in his face. Well, the, the so. whole referee when they when when Tristan Thompson went out to defend, which I think shocked everybody that he's actually defending. Yeah, you're going to defend now, and the game is over. He's not defending Chloe Kardashian. O- Ola, oh yeah, Ola Canada, right? Yeah. Uh, even soccer players are going, man. That dude's soft. Yeah. That that dude is soft. Uh, and they're going to eject him for that. I mean, come on, really? And so again, this is uh, this this is a, an NBA official. Respect my authority. This is Cartman with the NBA mm-hmm. o- of officials whistle. It was just bad. It was a bad game by the officials. Uh, it was a horrific ending. That's the thing the NBA didn't want because they had an incredibly competitive series. Our, our game one, you had the best players in the world going at each other. Uh, it had been played relatively um, free of problems other than just the really subpar officiating all the way around. I thought those guys did a – they had a bad night. They did. And, and Walter, were you saying they're cheating? No, I, just, I don't think they had a good night. I, I, I don't, and I think the NBA, when they grade them, is gonna, they're going to get graded like that. They had a bad night officiating the championship game one of the NBA Finals. Their calls were not worthy of an NBA Finals game last night. Their work was not worthy of what the players put in, and I think they probably deep down will admit that too. Uh, again, not saying people are cheating, not cheating. I'm just saying they sometimes you just don't do as well as you should. They're, everybody's going to have an off night. The officials are going to have an off night. Uh, I think it's it's at this point let bygones be bygones. Don't suspend anybody. Let's just get to game two. So we're saying the rules are now optional because your rules say Again. if you leave the bench during uh, – so are they rules or are they guidelines? And I'm good either way. Are they stealing uh, something from a convenience store or are they shooting somebody? Kicking somebody in the Scoobies is pretty severe. That deserves – Perhaps, and if they did want to suspend him for the whole game, at least since they don't do that, you don't get suspended for half a game or a quarter or something like that. You're either in or out. Sort of like pregnancy, you're either in or you're out. There's no in between. So, you're saying suspend? I'm not saying anything. I'm saying that's what the rules say. That's why they pay Adam Silver. Um, Which, by the way, he looks like Skeletor, doesn't he? He looks space alien. That poor man, he needs to eat a hamburger like nobody's tomorrow. Forget Area 51. Oh, Lord, that's an ugly man. A uh, uh, nice man, smart man, uh, yeah, I guess but just so. just an ugly man. Uh, he looks like he's gone already. I mean, I hate to say it, but Adam Silver looks like they, the NBA commissioner is actually run by corpse. Yeah. And that would be Adam Silver. Well, they're Bless getting ready. They're getting ready to he's fire smart. Uh, Ger- uh, Colangelo, dude. Brian Colangelo. They're going to fire they're, him? Well, they're investigating now with uh, his five burner Twitter accounts. And uh, word is out, the Bleacher Report leaked it yesterday and some other uh, areas. The 76ers are wondering, you know, it, did he cross the point of no return? Has he lost his credibility with everyone? Because now anything that comes out, they're going to blame on him. Have you lost the ability to govern and run that franchise uh, based on what your actions are perceived to be? And so there's a big discussion on whether or not they're they're going to remove him from leadership. It might happen. I, I, you know, who knows? I mean, this is uh, the NBA does better job. Of, I mean, this is like a day, daytime soap opera. 24-7 when you're talking about the NBA. And it so works. We'll see, it, it, it does. It doesn't work so well with, uh, you know, I don't know what the ratings were for game one. Have we? Have Probably going to be pretty this? good. I would bet I would think be pretty so, good. even though they were on the, you know. The Cleveland-Boston game, game seven, was the highest rated uh, cable telecast uh, NBA's had in years. Game seven of that. So the financial health of the NBA is in good shape Financial right health now. is pretty good. But, you know, then again, the NBA uh, Western and Eastern Conference Finals games, mm-hmm. Jamie, not one of them approached what the NFL Pro Bowl was rated. Think about that. Or the NFL draft. Draft, I can understand the Pro Bowl. I've never wa- I haven't watched the yeah. Pro Bowl in ten years. That's the most useless thing ever. That's like giving that's that's more useless than giving the French soccer team boxing gloves. I mean it just well, but it, I feel there's the no same, need for it. But I feel the same way about the NBA All Star game too. I don't watch it either. Yeah, I I I'm a, I'm a basketball guy and yeah. I don't watch that. It's become more of a cultural uh, phenomena yeah. with with uh, music and fashion and you know. By the way, we play a little basketball too. By the way, LeBron James, he in, in my opinion, that get up he wore yesterday is is that maybe should cost him a spot on the NBA All Star team. That was just a fashion. I mean, Terry, this is a multi 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 millionaire. It's like he, he is can, wearing. He can't afford another eight inches to his suit bottoms. Yeah. Did you happen to see where the uh, 
Yeah, exactly. Where they, it's like, okay, well, it, what it, I mean, they, I can understand if he was, you know, going to the funeral home and everything, they because they cut off. But this is something I don't understand. This is and everybody's walking in. Did you see them all walking in before the game? Yeah, they all got their suits on. There's some of them wearing tennis shoes, but still nice, clean. Jimmy, do you realize this? And this guy walks in, and all the cameras are following LeBron, and he comes with the dark glass. I think, oh well, uh, oh, ooh, dude. Only thing he was missing was the tennis shoes. To quote Tony Soprano, oh, oh my goodness, what the. But I, do you realize this, though? As I mean, if he needed more attention, right? Some, sometimes people make bad decisions. I, I'm, as we go to break, I'll let you think about this one. You know, somewhere in a room in Hollywood, people with a whole lot of money and a lot of creativity all sat around, and somebody spitballed the idea, hey, we can make a movie about tornadoes full of sharks. And somebody else said, man, that is a great idea. We're going to make a movie of sharks and tornadoes. And they've made like six of them since then. So don't discount the ability to spread a bad idea and people go ahead and say, I'm on board with that. Terry, televangelists make uh, make bad ideas, right? Like Jesse Duplantis is a $54 million plane. And um, yeah, I, Jimmy Swaggart, that's a bad decision to be caught with a hooker on airline highway. You're LeBron James. Was he caught with you a hooker? Don't, you, don't, you don't need to. You, you have an entourage following your – why – why did you think this was necessary to draw further attention to yourself in a very bad light? Unless you were just trying to be—I don't know. I mean, People maybe do what they're going to do. Maybe man. those shorts are like Tommy Bahama shorts or something. And he's fixed to get an endorsement for them or the shoes. That's the only thing I can figure. Maybe it's a, there's an endorsement deal waiting in the works that I just could have slipped right past us, and we not know it. But this was—let me tell you something. I've never set the bar high when it comes to fashion, but believe me. I would never do that. Those would be long on you. You listen to Sports Talk 97.7. The Edge, yes, Terry Walter, Jamie Foxx. <laughs> we'll, we'll conclude this. Oh, let's, say, let's overstate. On a big truck's journey, the driver faces long hours, unrealistic deadlines, and fatigue. Driver fatigue could lead to devastating accidents, leaving people seriously injured or killed. A big truck wreck requires serious legal help. I'm attorney Bobby Manning. If you've been involved in a wreck with a big truck, I know what to do for you. Don't delay. Call me today. Attorney Bobby Manning, office in Monroe. Call 324-1411. Special Olympics of Northeast Louisiana provides athletic competition and year-round sport training for children and adults with intellectual disabilities. It gives them the opportunity to develop fitness, demonstrate courage, and experience the joy of competing. For more information, go to www.laso.org or call 1-800-345-6644. Hi, I'm Greg Tilley. I encourage you to drive to Bossier City for your new home. Whether you live close to Bossier or 150 miles away, it will be worth the drive. We will save you thousands on single-wide, double-wide, triple-wides, or modular. We've got them all. Check out our photo gallery at tillyshomes.com. What does it take to live an uncommon life? Here's former Super Bowl winning coach Tony Dungy with today's Uncommon Moment. I can't help but wonder sometimes if the reason why it's difficult to forgive others is because we simply can't forgive ourselves for all the times we've fallen short of God's standard. So we turn around and don't forgive others. And our hearts begin to harden not only toward others, but towards ourselves. But God's plan of forgiveness provides total freedom for us from guilt over what we've done and from the bitterness towards others for what they've done to us. The ability to forgive is a reflection of a repentant, spiritually reborn heart. That repentance begins one-on-one with God. How willing are you to forgive yourself and others? Tony Dungy, author of the popular Uncommon book series. Discover more at CoachDungy.com. That's CoachDungy.com. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's the edge with Terry Waldrop. Hey, welcome back in Sports Talk 97.7. The Edge, closing it down here on a Friday. Appreciate you spending a little part of your morning with us. This segment sponsored by Spot Avail. Pamper the special people in your life, especially if you've got a Cavs fan or somebody that you know is employed as an NBA basketball official. Hook them up with a Spot Avail gift certificate, 807-1060, 318-807-1060, Spot Avail in Monroe. 
Uh, Terry in the Grove, Oak Grove. If defense wins championships, Cleveland didn't get the memo. Uh, yeah, maybe. I, I got one for you to, to end this one up, Jamie. You know, everybody calls or texts, hey, what's your opinion of this? What's your And I'm flattered people want to know. I think they do that just because they know I'll talk about anything. And they're geeking me up to see just what I'll do. Well, you don't know what's going to come out, though, Terry. Well, That's the only thing that's a little scary this, sometimes. I don't know what's going to come out, <laughs> so it doesn't bother me. Uh, you know, hey, what do you think about the Roseanne thing? What do you think about the President Trump? You know, hey, guys, it's free. You know, what do you do? say with- whatever you want. It's a private business, all right? ESPN can hire Hitler or Trump or Jesse Duplantis or Obama. It doesn't, that's their call. All right? If enough people cut it off, they'll be out of business. Like my taco stand I tried to have one time. Or the old Chanello's Pizza back in the day. If enough people don't buy your stuff, you're not going to be in business. I, I never knew this about you. Yes. I'm joking. Okay. Not about Chanello's. Uh, at any rate, the old people will recognize that one. Anyway, um, you know, that's, that's people's private business. Right. It, it doesn't, uh, you know, I can have an opinion. Well, now they've taken it a little step further. Everybody's real politically correct, and I'm a lot of things, but I don't think politically correct is, is probably and on either side of the, the deal. You'll, uh, you'll never be accused of that. No, I'm not. You know, if ESPN wants to hire Oberman, who, who sends out just unbelievable rancid stuff on his Twitter uh, about the president of the United States, man, knock yourself out. I don't care. Roseanne threw some stuff out there that, that was uh, not met very well. They can't. Uh, whatever. It's private business. Here's something that's not. There is an English soccer star. Now, i got to be honest. Tabor's probably heard of this guy. He's the only guy I know that likes soccer. Uh, Raheem Sterling. Tabor, you know who that is from England? Yes, I do. Okay. Yeah. So Raheem Sterling is an English soccer star, and this is they, their words, not mine. All this MS-13 stuff going on, you know, the president talking bad about Trying to get them out of the country. About, 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 about a criminal, violent, murderous street gang, and you got people taking up for them. Uh, at any rate, Raheem Sterling is in the center of controversy in England now, Jamie. Uh, he has a tattoo of an M16 rifle on his right calf. Okay. And I am, I'm, I'm looking at the picture of it. It's, it's a silhouette. It's a, obviously a M16, even for you people that don't know. I mean, it looks like an assault-style rifle, tattooed. On his right leg, his right literally goes from his knee down to his ankle. So, uh, not life size, but uh, certainly uh, some sort of structure. Anyway, he posts a picture of himself training um, in England. And the the thing was, uh, when you're training and you realized you hadn't posted on the gram in a couple days, what's well, a picture of him? I guess he's a goalie. He's in the goal, and uh, he's smiling at the camera. And he's in his shorts. He's in his workout gear. And you can see the, the picture of the M16, very visible, uh, the tattoo on his leg. And so uh, Lucy Cope, who is the founder of London's Mothers Against Guns, is so offended by the man's tattoo that he put on his own body, uh, she demands that he remove his tattoo. Quote, we demand he has the tattoo lasered off or covered up with a different tattoo. If he refuses, he should be dropped from the England team. He's supposed to be a role model, but chooses to glamorize guns. Um, So the lady is obviously butthurt over people's tattoos. Uh, The soccer guy said this. He goes, look, uh, and and people that I talk to that have to, I don't have any, not because I'm morally opposed to them. I just can't find anything I want to see on my body for the rest of my life. But when I do, I'll get it. Well, I don't want the nurse or, or the doctor in the emergency room to see what's on my body I when I'm at my age. No, I, I don't care. You don't think that stuff eventually does go Anyway, south. here's anyway. what the guy said. Yeah. And, and they mean something to people. People that, that, that have tattoos, mm-hmm. yeah. they, they mean something. Yeah, I'm not. Okay, yeah, so so the guy, so here's the guy's reasoning. When they question him, he goes, look, when I was two years old, my father died from being shot to death. I made a promise I would never touch a gun in my life. I shoot the ball with my right foot. So it has deeper meaning. And so he puts that on his leg. Is it a good cover excuse? Yeah, maybe. But the who is it that people can demand that you take a tattoo of an object off your body? The Mothers Against Guns in London. I mean, if they don't do it, then we're going to demand that he be dropped from the team. The only thing, you know, most people who wear 
tattoos. I mean, as you said, they're making a statement about something in their life, uh, something they feel, you know, it's it's a passionate loss of a loved one uh, or whatever. Uh, my biggest fear about tattoos is two things, uh, gravity and shelf life. Um, and, and that would be in the event that, and, and, and perhaps because I've, I've had a, a, a brush with uh, bad health here not long ago that uh, I realized that when you're in, the, and this is, call me oversensitive, Terry, uh, you don't have a lot of, uh, and I know they say don't give up syrup. You know, we see this all the time. Uh, this is a body that does not belong on the on the cover of a, any magazine uh, anywhere in, in America. Uh, this is, my body is, it, yes, it is my temple, but in some cases it's, somebody else's uh nightmare so uh i don't know why people want to uh, to necessarily put large things and i've seen you know little things but even women that 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 i would think oh, that's she's the last woman that would have a tattoo they have surprised me uh, really about where they choice. put tattoos it is a personal hey, thing benny but said uh, this. i like i like his answer benny benny, benny suggests do you think the same people that demand his tattoo be covered or lasered off Support my body, my choice. Ooh. Oh, that was right back in the old smacker. Ooh, right back at you there. Yeah. My body, my choice. Yeah. But, oh, except when I'm offended by it, and then well, what do you, well, it's me. Well, he's, he has struck a whole new blow for men's live now, hasn't he? So if I want to, uh, have you seen the mankini yet, by the way, that's just being, uh, being introduced? I'll, I'll have to show it to you after. The, I can't talk about it I'm over the air. I'm going to have to monitor your internet stuff. No, it's, it's really interesting. Somebody sent me something about, you know. Uh, you can do things with, you know, body hair and things that uh, that I didn't know existed. But, again, these are people that have a lot. Uh, these are very artistic minds that are coming up with things like this. And this is a guy, way of, of honoring uh, someone in his family, you know, who was gunned down. That's by what he a, says, and I take know. him at his word. But I like what he says. What about, okay, uh, Miss Double Standard, how about my my body, you know, my choice. Well, then they had the seven-year-old kid that got expelled up in New Jersey for chewing his Pop-Tart into the shape of what the authority said looked like a gun. Okay, see. Uh, <laughs> hey, your Pop-Tart. Hey, that blueberry Pop-Tart looks like a gun. I'm sorry. You got to go, dude. Really? <laughs> I just assume all this be out in the open now, Terry. You know, my mom has lived for 91 years, and there's been a lot of things I've had to cover up from her. Of course, unfortunately, she's not really aware anymore what's what's going on in the world, and, and I, I Quite frankly, some of the foolishness I, I've tried to protect her from uh, because I feel uncomfortable myself, and there's I'm by far not a prude. But some of the stuff that's going on is just when you're a seven-year-old eating a Pop-Tart in the form of a gun, you got to be kidding me. Um, yep. Go figure, man. Go figure. Been fun this week, Jamie. It Appreciate has. you uh, you're rolling in today. Uh, Dietrich's uh, going to Jamaica, which I guess he – I guess Mexico wouldn't let him come back in. Maybe that's it. Well, I think he's he's. Uh, Does he have Mexican citizenship? Uh, probably he probably hasn't paid his taxes in Mexico. Is probably what the issue is there. So he's been. Uh, you know, by the way, by the time this is all through, I, I'm sure. I don't, I don't, Dietrich never really goes north, though. He stays, you know, always yeah, South he stays America. In the Caribbean. Yeah, he stays in the Caribbean area. You know, he likes to, to flaunt the bod out in front of everybody. Yeah, and, maybe he could get a um, – he and Scott Lee, my boy Scott Lee and Dietrich, maybe they could get a tattoo of a bench press Yeah, they're going to be – you know, when uh, – what is it? Uh, Baywatch comes back. They'll Dietrich be offended. And, Dietrich and Scott Lee are going to be running on the beach a la Hasselhoff. Yeah, I don't know about all back, that. But I don't know if we want to see that or not. But uh, it could happen. Uh, we're going to shake your world up here, Terry. We're going to be back in an hour. Uh, Sean and I will be back. That's going to shake my world I up. Lied right. Mo- uh, Monday or Tuesday, I lied Monday I messed everything up. We're uh, LSU baseball comes yep. on today at three. I do so. want to talk about the pitcher next week from Oregon State. Let's I- do I'll that. save that for next week. Uh, that'll be something we'll get into early. Thanks for listening today, folks, and spending part of your day with us. Thanks to our sponsors, Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union, Mr. Bobby Manning, attorney at law, GB Cooley, our friends at Spa Novell and Vantage, and our title sponsor, Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital, simply the best pet care you're going to get anywhere in the free world. Go see them on US 165 North in Monroe, 318-345-4545. For Jamie Foxx, who will be back with you in an hour. you got time to go take some Pepto. 
Uh, yes. You know, if you are a drinking person, you might want to take a couple shots so you can put up with those guys. Well, no, I would. I do that when I come on the air with you. No, no, our, our listeners, not oh, you. Okay, okay. I got not you. not you. Let, let me just let me let me differentiate those, between those who that. do need it for three hours. Uh, I mean, do need it. Should be good stuff though today with him and Sean. So, folks, until Monday, you guys have a great weekend. Aloha. We'll catch you then. Thanks for listening to The Edge with Terry Waldrop. No matter what the topic, Terry will take it all. He's not scared, and you better not be either. We want to see you right back here every single weekday. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.